Hello, everyone. This is your non-spoiler review for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. So the movie is about the Ant-Man family. You got the OG Ant-Man, the current one, the OG Wasp, and the new one. And you have a new starlet, uh, Cassidy Lang, uh, played by Catherine Newton, coming into the fray. So the story goes, Cassandra Lang, Cassie, as we know her, is trying to work on something that will benefit all of mankind, some new technology she's working on a little science project in the house much to the chagrin of scott lane in the trailer you see that she made sort of a broadcasting thing to the quantum realm she was trying to make a device that can map out and sort of explore like a hubble telescope the quantum realm without actually going there what ends up happening is exactly what you see in the trailer there's someone down in there who pulls them in because he needs out that's right king the conqueror played by jonathan majors let me see right up front jonathan majors absolutely kills it in this movie jonathan majors is amazing as king the conqueror all right jonathan majors is amazing as king the conqueror in this movie i just wish the movie was amazing i think this movie overall was very middle of the road i I implore Kevin Feige to get better writers moving forward, better planners moving forward. If this is a start of the new phase of Marvel, as a Marvel fan, it's hard to watch, man. I, I just got to keep it 1,000. I want to keep it 100 with you guys, all right? Listen, I went into this movie wanting to like this movie i wanted to like this movie it's like listen if you're going to a new steakhouse you hear it's kind of good there's some mixed reviews but you really like steak you're seasoning your chops like ooh, i can't wait it's gonna be a good time i was like that i was salivating i had my snacks i had my drink i was sitting down i was like this is gonna be a fun ride and overall man this movie was up and down there's some points where it's a mess some parts where it's really good the acting overall i thought from everybody was ranging from a high school stage play to incredible Oscar-winning performance. Um, I, man, how do I even talk about this, man? It, it's so tough. I can't wait to talk spoilers with you guys. But my overall opinion of Marvel Studios' Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania is that see it matinee if you can. Do not pay full movie ticket price for this movie. It is not worth it. If you want to wait till it goes to streaming, wait till it goes to streaming. Um, the visual spectacle on screen, I thought was amazing. I saw it on a gigantic screen and it's visually stunning at times to some okay CG. It's almost like certain visual effects studios that were given certain parts of the movie were on crunch time. So some of their things didn't come out so well and the other studios are working on stuff did come out well. So it was sort of uneven visual effects throughout the movie. For the most part, it looked really great. Some parts were kind of janky. Um, the acting overall, I thought not everybody brought it like some other people. Jonathan Majors did bring it. Happy to report as King the Conqueror. He did not phone it in. He brought his performance. He was menacing. He was terrifying. He was that guy. He was him. He was a force to be reckoned with in this movie. Um, there were some tertiary characters, some side characters that were introduced in this film that uh, you could have cut out the film and the film would have been fine. It would have been the same exact movie, probably even better. I think uh, they just wanted to introduce some, some of the wackier elements of Marvel, some of the more fantastical elements of Marvel. We're going to the quantum realm, so this is more of like a sci-fi adventure. Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, 
always a good job. Always a good good job. Like always, Paul Rudd as Ant Man always does a good job. Like the comedic timing is amazing. Some of the jokes and things he puts out is funny. His reactions to certain things are <laughs> hilarious. There's a, there's a joke in the, there's a joke in the movie where he has to pause for a minute and think about something and then like deliver the line and it like it absolutely made my theater laugh and I laughed too and it was great. Michelle Pfeiffer as uh, as Janet Van Dyne did like a mediocre to like pretty good job. I th- again, it comes down to directing uh, Michael Douglas as well. It seemed like they were in like some AARP movie that was for like older people. It was re- like some of the lines and delivery and like some of the things they gave him to do it was kind of it's kind of like when you see like a movie where they have like older people who are like coming back into action and you're like yeah it's made for like an older audience it kind of seemed like that evangeline lily oh man i i like non-spoiler i wish they gave evangeline lily more to do as hope vain die that's all i'm gonna say about that there's like some side characters with a side plot that i didn't give two shits about I, I just didn't care why do we have this side plot I, it's it's uh, i don't give a shit we have Carrie have Jonathan Majors, Tony Stark <laughs> with a box of scraps. We have Jonathan Majors as Kang the Conqueror. Why are we not focused more on that? Why are we doing this other side plot? Where the what the are we doing? Where is the adult in this room? The Marvel formula is here. This is the beginning of Marvel Phase Five. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's not it. I don't want the downfall of marvel i just want marvel to do better right which is why i can't wait i can't wait for james gunn and peter saffron to cook right i can't wait for james gunn to start putting out content under his leadership because it will make marvel try it will make these people actually try sit down at a table right Look at what you got. Have some adults in the room and be like, hey, this story works. This story doesn't. I like this story. I like this part of the story. This beat doesn't need to be too long. That This is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. There are so many things that could have been cut, things that go on for too long, certain stories don't work. This movie's up and down. It's sort of uneven. Some things take too long. Some things look downright ridiculous, like really freaking stupid and i don't know why there is no adult there it's just like if you've seen the trailer um there are certain things there. like you see modok in the trailer there's a surprise on who modok is in this movie and it is ridiculous and stupid the execution the visual effects execution of modok in this movie is ridiculous and really stupid looking like the rumors of Kevin Feige just not being in charge as he used to be anymore seems to be true because how can he possibly okay some of these things? Or is it just like the creatives he has now? I like It's like, do you need to get the Russo brothers back? Do the Russo brothers need to come back to save this thing? Because man, like the people who are crafting this stuff now are not it. They are not it. I'm telling you, the people crafting this stuff now are not it. As I'm watching the credits, the movie finishes, I'm watching the credits, my theater is silent. People are whispering to each other, was that it? Was, was that it? People, people are asking if that's, if that's the whole movie. What? Should a Marvel movie do that? Should a good movie do that? Should a good movie have people whispering and questioning, was that it? Was that, the, was that all? Like, what the hell? 
crazy. It's, it's, it's freaking crazy. As a Marvel fan, I was disappointed in this movie. And, it, and I was thinking about how can I convey my disappointment in this movie without spoiling anything, without sounding too much like a hater or whatever, even though I am a Marvel fan, without sounding too detrimental to the people that worked on it. Because yes, like it, it takes a lot to make a movie like this. It takes a lot to put something like this together. But man, I got to implore Kevin Feige, man. Like you got to hire better people to put these stories together. You got to get better writers. You got to get good people who can cut the fat. You got to get like better editors who can really trim things down. You got to get people who say, okay, this story beat doesn't make sense. This story beat is taking way too long. This character is taking a lot of screen time. Why are we spending a lot more time with this character than some of the other title characters? It makes no sense. Why are we putting some shine on this? And man, and also directing wise, hey, I mean, Peyton Reed has made some good stuff, right? Like, like Peyton Reed, the director of this thing, has directed some good episodes of The Mandalorian. Uh, I like the other Ant-Man movies. It's also crazy to me that Michael Pena also doesn't show up. It's kind of wild. But man, you, you, got, you got to hone in some of the acting. You got to really direct some of these people, man. Because like Catherine Newton as Cassie Lang, as the new Cassie, you know, they aged her up for this movie. I... I thought she could have done a better job. I, I'm not familiar with, with the rest of her work, but I, I, I thought she could have done a better job. <laughs> she was okay compared to the other phenomenal actors who are on screen. I mean, you have to act across some of these like big. I mean, you got Michelle Pfeiffer in this thing. <laughs> what are you talking about? You got Michael Douglas. You got Jonathan Majors, and then she's coming in. Oh man! And and also it was it's it's a weird weird story beat the way they treated her character in here. You know, she's essentially aged up because the snap happened. Cassie's older now. In the MCU, she was a younger girl. Scott lost some time with her because of that. You know, he like Scott did some time try to be involved in her life, even though he had some criminal activity. Then the whole thing with Thanos, he he had to go away for a long period of time. It wasn't his fault. And then he came back and she's all grown up now. And it's hard for him to deal with that. I mean, the crux of this movie, the main meat and potatoes of this movie is Scott Lang, Paul Rudd, Ant-Man, trying to be a good father to his daughter, Cassie. It's all about Cassie, Cassandra Lang. And man, does this movie remind you of that every minute it can this movie reminds you that it's about that holy they were like like take a shot every time like scott says cassie man you will be wasted you absolutely you will be wrecked by the end of this movie with the amount of times he spent it's like it's like thin spamming ray <laughs> Ray, 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 Cassie, 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 like God, like bro, bro we got like, oh my God, who's writing this? Who is writing this? Who is putting this together? And then he spams Cassie, and then Cassie. Oh, in this scene, he also says, "It's like, bro, wow, like come on." Oh man, I mean, we just had we just had Wakanda forever. We just had a level of acting, a level of writing and storytelling. That was Oscar worthy. I mean, Angela Bassett won an award for it. Come on. I mean, Letitia Wright, Winston Duke, when he was in the film, the small portion he was. I mean, everybody brought it. You know, everything was typing. Oh, man, this movie is so up and down. The, the first act, the first second. God damn, there's so much buildup in this movie. Get to the fucking point. <laughs> there is so much buildup. There's a lot of buildup in this movie for stuff we know. Okay. We all know 
Kang the Conqueror is in here. We all know Jonathan Majors is in here. We all know it's leading up to, because the unfortunate thing is we know there's Kang coming down the line, right? Kevin Feige showed us Kang coming down the line. He got teased in a TV show before this, a Loki show. We know he's coming. Why are we building up to this guy? <laughs> Especially the, the way they were doing it too. It's like, we know, show him already, get to it. It's like, it's like a Monty Python. Get on with it. Yes, get on with it. Oh my God. I feel like Kevin Feige has people now at Marvel who are making Thanksgiving Day turkeys with mayonnaise and pepper, rubbing it all over. And he's either, one, standing there like, yeah, this is fine. Or two, he's not seeing it happen until the end. And he's just like, oh, is that what you guys, is that how you guys season this turkey? Okay, we, we got to put it out there. Both are terrible. Both both are atrocious. Okay, and the people who are putting this together, people who are making this mayonnaise and pepper season Thanksgiving Day turkey, who think, oh, we're cooking, yeah, we're rubbing the mayonnaise and pepper on this Thanksgiving Day turkey, and mm, it's gonna come out good. That's the equivalent to this movie. That's uh, the people behind the scenes are putting this together. Like I think they think they're cooking. I think they think they're putting this together and it's coming out good. It's kind of, oh man, we, we rub this Thanksgiving Day turkey with mayonnaise and pepper. Oh my God, wait till you guys taste this turkey that's been seasoned with mayonnaise and pepper. That's what this is like. And that's all the time we have for this episode. Thank you for listening. Make sure to join us live every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitch. You can also watch these episodes up on YouTube as well. We'll see you guys later. We'll see you another time.